Hello, and welcome to my podcast, Where the Dark Corners Are. Hello, hello. I am Vina, and I am your Dark Travels hostess. And tonight, we have a road trip with the panda. Yeah. There it is. Hello. (laughs) It's been around for almost a year. Almost a year now. Yeah, next month. Nothing's changed. Well, I have. I'm still (laughs) eating. I'm even better looking. (laughs) All right. So tonight, with this road trip, we're actually not really going to take a road trip, but we are going to talk about traveling. Now, when I was a kid, you know, back in the golden days, my favorite and the best superhero of them all, Superman, would always say, statistically speaking, Flying is the safest way to travel, but is it? Is it really? So tonight, we're going to talk about some strange and unusual occurrences that apparently have happened in midair, and honestly, in some instances, it's kind of like, what What are you? Th- what were you thinking? What the fuck were you thinking? So just a few, we're going to, we're going to, we're going to, Share a multitude of stories of how maybe flying really isn't the safest way to travel. Do you like flying? Well, believe it or not, I haven't obviously experienced any of these issues that we're going to talk about. Then answer my question. Do you like flying? Yes and no. Why no? I don't like how long it takes. As compared to what? I don't know. I'm sorry, we're flying across the nation in two hours instead of five fly, fly yeah. speed. My bad. Yeah, yeah. What about you? I like flying. You like I think flying? It's great. I think turbulence is great. Oh, oh, really? Yeah. Okay. It keeps you on your toes and you you know get your toe curls in <laughs> or yeah. up. <laughs> yeah, I think it's great. I think it's it's usually it's the same amount for driving most of the time. The only thing is I don't like about it is you don't you don't have your own car. You can do everything you. The same things you do in a car, you could do in a plane. And more. Well, the hostess delivers the drinks. Well, that's you get drinks, you get snacks. And some flights. Right, depending how long. And I mean, you get meals. I mean, they're not that good, but I mean, you know, you've been in the well, car. yeah, no. You, you don't have to feel. You don't have to feel up. They do it for you. So. Air conditioning. What would you say? Because you've been, well, you've been to Europe a couple of times. But yeah. where would you say has been your favorite destination so far? Um. Each one of the, each one has their own uniqueness unique, to yeah. it. Yeah, it I was, would say that yes. It was never the same trip twice, so which is not a bad thing. No, and why would you want to relive? I mean, 
Well, I take that back because I go to Disneyland to relive the joy that I feel every time. Right. So reliving a trip is not a bad thing. It's a great thing. But when you're traveling to a foreign nation, area, country, wherever, it's a whole new world. Even in your own backyard in America, you know, you I went from here to the to the East Coast or to, you know, down south. I didn't really fly a whole lot. I mean I drove a lot when I did road trip to Florida and stuff, but when I did fly to Florida, you know, it's still a whole other world. Yes. Yeah. I mean, where we are there's you know, we're mountains and no flatlands really and it's always something going on, but you go you know, past past Nevada really, it's flat and it's just still weird. But even the people, the people are different. Not necessarily a bad way. You just there's just a different just different. Culture, mindset. Right. Right. Well, Sue, we've obviously had for our travels, with the exception of one incident, where things have gone rather smoothly, like pretty uneventful. Right. I mean, and it seems like everyone takes precautions when flying. Well, not us per se, because we know we're like we're willing to go through the storms, but no one else is really to do that. Uh-huh. But you know, it happens. But again, I think we have been pretty fortunate. Because the stories we're going to share tonight. Oh yeah, well, I mean, yeah, we've never, we've never had a duck and cover and land in the Hudson River or, right, you know, had a you or know, disappeared, disappeared completely. Then, yeah, yeah. So we're st- yeah, we're still around. I mean, we might be in an alternate universe, but we're back. <laughs> we made our destination and back. So, so I guess so. Yes. So, allegedly, I mean. Al- correct. Yeah. Allegedly. So. Again, tonight we're going to share a couple of air air events, air stories with just strange, unusual, and your basic what the fuck were you thinking? And because of poor judgment, you know, that's the thing about traveling, especially in an airplane. You have to trust that the, the plane's going to work, the mechanics did their job, the there's enough fuel. Then you got to trust the pilots don't have a suicide uh, mission. Or you have to trust that nobody else in the plane has a suicide mission. Right. Or gets overly drunk or becomes stupid in any capacity. I mean, there's a whole lot of trust for you to get on a plane with a bunch of strangers, with your children sometimes, to make it somewhere and then come back. Right. And, I mean, as of recently, I'm sure you've seen videos of certain people Getting duct taped, duct taped, or kicked off planes because they're you know being a nuisance, stupid. and they're ruining that system. And that's why you know it's it's the people who ruin everything for everybody else, and that can call that that makes everyone's lives more difficult. And then the selfish degenerates. That's right. what they are. So because of your little outburst, like you know, our aunt. Did you read her her post on Facebook? They had to kick a lady off the plane. Oh, right, 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 right. When she went to Las Vegas. Right, she was going to Vegas. Right. Uh, and Because she refused to wear a mask. How complicated is that? And she was flying from L.A. So we're not talking. It's not a forever, forever flight. Correct. And she was like, bye, Felicia. Right, yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, if you can suck it up for an hour and a half of your life. To get somewhere pretty to far. To help everybody out. You'll be okay. Right. Be a fucking human being with decency. A decent human being. Be a fucking decent human being. Yeah. I mean, we all pay the same amount. Maybe you got some extras, tidbits, and you think you deserve better. 
But, you know, flying's not hard. It's not. Just sit in your there's, seat. There's ways to get on the plane, fall asleep, and then be at your spot. Well, believe it or not, humans have been flying for over 100 years, okay? So we're obviously talking about the Wright brothers, Orville and Wilbur. They, of course, invented the first plane. Right. And they took to the air officially on December 17th, 1903. And with this successful testing of their airplane, really, truly launches what has become our aviation era. So, unfortunately, though, because of degenerates, there have been problems. They've caused... Um, I was going to say car accidents, but they, of course, have nothing to do with it. They've caused plane accidents. They've po- caused people to die, human error, and unfortunately, sometimes the mechanics of the airplane itself has caused people to die. Well, yeah, every car breaks down. I mean, I'm assuming every plane does too. And then it takes trial and error to fully develop a plane that's fully functional. Fully functional. So there, yeah, there's always trial and error. Right. So, right. but you're right, you know, human error. I've seen flight. Was he flight? Yes. Denzel Washington. Dennis, yeah. 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 But I mean, he, I mean, technically, he saved their lives, and it wasn't his fault. Right. I don't think the accident was his fault. Right. But he saved the and lives. And he saved everybody. But past behavior is what basically got. Right. It was a personal story. That's his personal flight. Right. Right. Correct. So let's let's talk about some of the crazy shit, basically, that we've. I mean. For this episode that we were researching. So my first one is actually out of Florida. Because, you know, Florida. (laughs) I just. Florida. Right. Florida. You know, if it's crazy, strange, and just completely bizarre, chances are it's unfortunately from Florida. I don't understand. They're bored. I don't know. Must be. Anywho, so here's what happened. In 1991, in a, basically, a, in an airfield in Florida, during a flying lesson, this plane essentially fall, falls apart in midair as it's diving into the ground. So here's what happened. The, the whole flight was actually a flight lesson. So you had your teacher, you had the student in the air, and you know the uh, the objective, of course, was to teach the student how to fly. Well, apparently, the these two decided to use a little bit of wisdom, recline their seats, and ha and basically make a bed to have sex, to make love nice. in mid-flight, and with their focus, obviously. Not on flying, which was the objective. The plane took a dive, and the veracity of plummeting to the ground whipped off one of the the wings, opens up the fuelage, and basically rips open the rest of the plane as they plummet to the ground. So, short lesson learned, you know, if you're going to do the Mile High Club, stick to the Boeing 747. No, there's people on there. It's just the two of you up there. <laughs> no. They have the right idea. They probably just kicked a, made a toe curl the wrong way and no. pulled, the, pulled something. It's entirely possible. But seriously, here again, stupidity. Who thinks about these things? I would never want. There's nothing 
sexy or arousing about almost dying on an airplane. But that's, I guess, that's exactly it. Well, I guess that it is. That's exactly it. You're adrenaline junkie. I if it's adrenaline junkie. I haven't done it. I don't want to know if you've done it. No. Then, so. <laughs> um, you children came by Stork, you understand. Okay. Because <laughs> we don't sin. Regardless. What does sex have to do about sin? Are you kidding me? <laughs> okay, anyways. We're, uh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay, we'll move Puritan on. Puritan Michael yeah. needs to Puritan move Puritan Michael. There. I got my own problems. Puritan Panda Puritan over here. Puritan Panda. Uh, well, I mean, I get, you know, it happens. You know, same thing in a car, you know, driving and. What? No, okay. <laughs> okay, well. Yeah, this is top. This has never happened before <laughs> with anybody listening. It's just, you know. The, you you know, pull over the road. You can't pull over the air, though. I, you just put that bitch in autopilot <laughs> and you fucking go on your own autopilot. Well, now they're in heaven autopilot, so. Well, at least they died doing what they love. Apparently. Well. And, and a whole lot of screaming, I'm sure, was involved. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so that's my first story. <laughs> Death by sex in the air. Correct. Sex in the sex in the air. Sex on the plane. Trying to reinvent the Mile High Club. They just crash and die. So yeah. Okay. Well, I guess mine would be one of my stories. Was the um 2009? There was a, a wedding, just a little wedding in Tuscany. Okay. Italy. So Italy. Um, this woman, you know, each, each person always tries to make their wedding a little bit diverse or different. So they, though the bride had thought of a clever idea to do, to hire this pilot and, uh, his, basically his co-pilot to drop her bouquet from a plane into the wedding party. You know, they, the bride tosses it. Right. So this I is mean, a bit extreme. It's, okay. I mean, it's nothing crazy. It's just a little. It's, it's not a little a, it's, extreme. But it's not a, like a big plane. It's not a Boeing or nothing. But you know, okay, a smaller plane. This sounds like one of those baby reveals gone bad. Right. Exactly. That's what gender that's, reveals yeah. gone bad. Yeah. Okay. So you know, great idea. They, I guess, they practiced it and it worked before, and so they got it down to a T. And then, so the moment comes, and he. The person who throws the bouquet out the window or the door, I guess, uh, throws it, and I, apparently there was a propeller, so it must be like propellers on the sides. Okay. So, either long story short, they throw the bouquet and it gets sucked into the engine with the propeller, <laughs> and the propeller gets all mangled and fucks up, <laughs> and they end up crashing in. What in kind the of city. bouquet is this to take uh, out a propeller? I, well, maybe I mean. There's stuff inside the bouquet and stuff. So, you know, they have, I don't know if you ever made flowers. one. <laughs> well, there's flowers and wraps. And there's plastic wraps, ribbon, ribbons. Yeah. There's things in it that okay. that could cause something to go wrong. So, but uh, the, the, the light side of the story is, is they actually missed the hostel that they were intentionally trying to land on top of. So they missed it, but they end up hitting the another building. Okay. But thankfully, uh, neither one of them died. Okay. So they make it. Which is a good story. So, bridal right bouquet tossing gone bad. Yeah. <laughs> okay, clickbait. <laughs> yeah. But yes. So. Wow. But the, the the pilot received no injuries, but the guy who was throwing the bouquet apparently had like broken bones and stuff. Oh my god. Yeah. But he survived. Yeah, they both made it. So I mean, that's the best part about that. Oh well, he probably wasn't buckled in if he's throwing it out the door. Right. You I mean you have to move out? I'm I'm not sure how the plane. Was set up, but right. I'm assuming he had to move and just went to all the shit. Yes. But, I mean, they made it, so good for them. Okay. All right. So, Mile High Club gone bad. Bouquet tossing gone bad. 
Let's talk about revenge. Okay. Kind of to the extreme. But I, I, on some level, couldn't understand. So here's what happened. On July 1st, 2002, a Russian Boriskian airline was headed for Spain. It was carrying 154 people, 69 crew members, and of the 154, like a third of the passengers were students. So we're talking a bunch of kids. While flying over a village in, in Erberlingen, Germany, it collides with a DH Boeing 757 cargo plane. So here's what happened. Now, planes have what's called a traffic collision avoidance system, the TCAS, which is an automatic system that warns planes and directs planes to avoid collision. I mean, that's the whole purpose of this. Now, the second the systems noticed that these two planes were going to collide initially, the system told the cargo plane to descend and told the Russian plane to ascend, so go up. So basically, they're going to miss each other. However, the Swiss air traffic controller, this guy named Peter Nielsen, who's by himself, and he's manning like two stations, does not realize that the collision system told these two planes to make these corrections, doesn't realize they did this. the system did this, so he tells the Russian plane to descend too. So now they're back on course of hitting each other, which is exactly what they do. They collide. All 150 people, 54 people. Both planes are gone. They're dead. Right. And the pilots, kaboom, happen. And again, because this Nelson guy was controlling two stations, and for some reason the collision avoidance system was turned off, he basically gets blamed for this horrible moment, which is on some level his fault. So who turned, do you know who turns it off? I don't know. However, as a result of this, on the plane was the wife and two children of the Russian architect Vitaly Kalilov, I think is how you pronounce it. He hires a detective to track down Nilsson's address, and then Vitaly himself flies to Peter Nelson's hometown. He goes, gets on a plane himself, and then he goes, he waits for Peter, prime opportunity, and then he stabs Peter to death for the death of his wife and two children. The Russian revenge at its finest. It's, yeah. I honestly don't know if there are criminal consequences for these kinds of mistakes. I mean, if Peter was found negligence... And he's manning two stations. Obviously, there's something not right there. But if the machine or the warning system wasn't working as well, I mean, he didn't know. So he's just doing what he thinks or what, in theory, would be the proper response. Or, in theory, he's doing that correctly. Right. I mean, we weren't there. Right. And it's just Peter. It's just one guy. So, yeah, I mean, that's trial and error, like we said. Right. So either either it was a case of trial and error, one guy manning by himself apparently is not the right call. Right, and I mean, the Russian plane listened to the human instead of the system and did exactly what Peter told him to do, and now they're all dead. So, Anyways, Russian revenge in the air. Russian revenge. I mean, you didn't have to kill him. It's kind of shitty. 
Yeah. Did the guy go to the jail? I'm assuming he went to jail. I don't think he cared at that point in time. I don't know. Oh, you just kind of... That's cool. All right. Uh, Yeah, so, well, that note. We're going to go back even further. We're going to go back to uh, World War Two. Okay. So, 1940. And we're going to be in uh, Australia. Oh, uh- Two Royal Air Force pilots are flying their own planes uh with their co- with their navigators so one pilot one navigator one pilot one navigator so two planes four people right royal air force for the for australians so it's the royal australian air force regardless so they're flying and their own thing and at some point it's not really divulged what really kind of happened but at some point they either must lose track or lose communication with each other cuz one ends up like under the other one right so what ends up happening is the one on top kind of puts on a cruising speed and starts to uh, lose altitude slowly but surely. Starts to descend. Right. So at that point, you can't, I mean, that guy can't really see below him. Correct. Because there's, I mean, he's in the plane. But I, I don't know where the miscommunication happens. Regardless, he keeps going down further and further, and he actually hits the other plane. And they, they're stuck in each other. The planes oh. stick mid-flight. They stick in each other. So, so fortunately, though, the pilot and the navigator underneath have a, just enough room to hop out or, like, squeeze out of there and uh, parachute during off. During midair. Well, I mean, that's how you parachute anyways. Okay, yeah. <laughs> so I don't know how else you parachute. <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, okay, sure. Yeah, so they have enough room to parachute out. And then the navigator from the top plane parachutes out, but the pilot doesn't leave. What? So I think they're already on, they're, they're already on the course to go back to base. But regardless, he he takes it upon himself to navigate it to to emergency land both planes to the ground. How is that possible? He and has he, no control of the bottom plane. He might maybe they talked about it. <laughs> they said, "Put your gears down," and I got it. This because he does it. He lands both planes. He lands both planes. He really? Should, yes. There's pictures of it. There's even like a little video summary of it from you know one of those nineteen nineteen forties like you know uh, theater commercials about the war. Uh, right, 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 right. Yeah. The stunts, the air stunts. Not, no, not air stunts. It's just like you know, look at this man, twenty five years old and saving two planes. Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So oh he does my. it. He There's pulls a film it off. Strip, you mean? It's called a film strip. Yeah, okay. a film strip. Like, yeah. So and it's a tidbit about him. He's only like 25 years old, and he lands both planes, and it shows both planes, and it's literally like one plane looks like it crashed into the other, and but like it's not like super damaged. Like they even say that they saved the top plane and were able to use it for the war. They didn't really specify the other plane, but he he lands both planes. Wow, that is impressive. That's that. I'll color me impressed. Yeah, Way to go. Is, yeah, Australia got it. What kind of training are they getting in Australia? I don't know, but that dude died like six weeks later. Oh, got hit by a bus. Jesus Christ! <laughs> yeah, so, is your more that of a part sucks. of the story? Yeah. Shit! So. Wow, that did not see that coming. Kind of like neither did he. <laughs> <laughs> so. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> you pull all the feet like that, and you're riding. A, he was riding a bike or something, I guess. And God damn, wow, got him. Death snatched his ass. All yeah. right, okay, so, well, it's pretty cool though. I mean, 
That's impre- that was I can't impressive. land one plane, but that guy can yeah. land two. Right. Fuck that. <laughs> I can barely board one plane. <laughs> Where's my seat? Where's my seat? <laughs> yeah, I'm fucking looking at my <laughs> ticket the whole time. I'm all nervous. <laughs> shuffling. I mean, that's the thing you know, about flying, too, is when you're on there, you know, I know it's just like a self-conscious thing, but you know, some people, you know, whatever, but you're walking through the aisle, it's just, you know, everyone's just sitting in their seats already. Because I'm usually the last boarding group. Yes. I'm no first class Guy, you know, I'm never... Panda doesn't roll that way? Yeah, Panda's broke. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, you walk in the plane, you're shuffling through. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a bigger guy, too, so you have to, like, side shuffle. and Right, if so, you got so, luggage. So one aisle's going to get my ass, the other aisle's going to get the package. And there's always some asshole that's got to jump up and grab something out of their jacket as you're passing by. Right. Yeah. And then, yeah, so... Okay, my last story. This actually happens in Africa. So I'm, we're, we're kind of continental hopping here. Well, I mean, that's where planes go. Right. So on October 22nd, 2010, a small plane was traveling from Kinshasa headed towards Bandudu. It crashes into an African home, and only two souls survived the crash. The passenger and the thing that causes the plane to crash. So here's what happened. Apparently, some douchebag caught a relatively small crocodile, decided he was going to smuggle it onto the plane on his carry-on with the intent to sell it illegally. Well, the crocodile freed itself from the carry-on and was like, thought you was, bitches, and basically started walking down the aisle. And when people saw the crocodile walking about the cabin, everybody panicked, like jumped out of their seats and basically stampede to one side of this small plane and i mean if you know anything about flying weight distribution is very essential so the second you have everybody on one side of the plane the plane is going to crash which is exactly what happened the pilot the he was a belgium guy by the name of danny famat who was also the owner of this tiny airline called phil air he and his first officer a british guy by the name of chris wilson Attempted to regain control of the plane, but unfortunately, they weren't able to do it, especially with everybody on one side of the plane. So they, along with 18 passengers, ended up dying, except for the lone survivor and the crocodile. So one guy survived, and that's how they know what happened. That's how they know what caused the problem. And the crocodile survived. But, and this really, really fucking pissed me off, but apparently, even though... This poor crocodile who wanted nothing to do with being sold illegally, wanted nothing to do with being stashed in a carry-on, right? didn't tr- intend to crash a plane. The fucking authorities at the crash site macheted the fucking crocodile, you know, and it's like, this poor thing didn't ask for any of this shit, and that's how his life ends. Well, it was probably pretty upset and wanted to, you know, at that point, it's fight or flight for it, and it's fighting. Right, well... So they don't really have much of a choice after that. Either way, so that was a crocodile because some fucking douchebag who thought he could get away with something. He, he was, he was, I don't know if he was the guy because they actually don't release who the survivor is. So we'll never know if he was the douche that killed oh, everybody. It. Yeah. So either way, don't be a douche. Don't try and smuggle animals on. TSA in America will catch your ass. Will they though? They ha- they're doing a pretty good job. They're catching a lot of yeah, people. Yeah, they catch my t- my six ounce bottle of lotion. 
Cool. <laughs> Thanks. Oh, you can't bring mouthwash on? Oh, my bad. Right. But I can bring I, my crocodile. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, the thing of about it is, too, is, you know, and that's when we talked about local areas and culture and mentality, this airline did allow animals to be transported. People would carry, like, their chickens and stuff because it wasn't a big deal. Right. But a crocodile is a different story. Right, it's, a, it's a predator. It's an apex predator right there. Right, right. right. The FFA says no to yeah. reptilian <laughs> predators <laughs> or sharknados or snakes on a plane. Snakes on a plane. Crocodiles on a plane. Yes. So, true story. Wow. So, I mean, here again, we put a lot of trust in the mechanics of the machine. We put a lot of trust in the pilots and air crew. And we put a lot of trust in our fellow passengers. Yeah. And we trust they don't bring gators. Correct. Yeah. Get no gator or on try to have plane. sex next to us. Right. <laughs> oh, I'm sure that happens. I, I don't know. <laughs> I don't want to know. I'm sleeping. <laughs> I sleep on those things. Everyone's like, how do you travel so much on the plane? Just my nap time. <laughs> Eight hour nap. Yeah. <laughs> yes, please. <laughs> or they have the movies on there. The movies are great. Usually. And the little snack time. Yeah, a little pretzel. So that's it. I mean, I I consider us very very lucky. I've only had one, one incident where things did not go well, but we made it to our final destination. You talking about Hawaii? Yeah. Hawaii. But other than that, I mean, I mean it's just an inconvenience. I wouldn't say that was a bad flight. Well, it was kind of a big inconvenience. We missed a whole day. Yeah, but we're not s- clutching to the to the seats. You right. Know, thinking, oh gosh. <laughs> oh gosh. <laughs> you know, we're praying to every God who's listening while we're right next to them up in the air. But I mean, I, I've seen people freak out just for turbulence. I mean, yeah, you know, it's kind of it's kind of rocky and whatever, but you know, unless the pilot goes, you hear, oh shit, over the radio or something, I think you're doing okay. Right. Unless the pilot. The pilots are usually pretty good about communicating if there's a problem. And I'm sure they will tell everybody, hey, yeah, no. <laughs> so basically, if the pilot isn't panicking, you're all right? Yeah. yeah. I mean, he kind of has to be. <laughs> and they got, like, another. he's got another guy up there, so hopefully at least one of them's got... Well, they know. got a whole crew up there. Well. Well, you, I mean, did you ever... Well, I mean, okay, it's so not like Airplane. Do you ever watch Airplane? Oh, God, yeah. Who yes. hasn't seen that classic? A lot of people haven't seen that. You, you know what year it is now, right? Yeah. You know how old that movie is, right? Mm. So... I know it. <laughs> a lot of people don't know about blazing saddles, airplanes. Oh, no, God. I mean, you know, the seventies was, I think, a great year for pushing the envelope in terms of entertainment and making fun of you know the stupid things that were going on in society. Hence, blazing saddles, but also kind of mixing it up with like airplane, where you got you know um, Barbara from Mom from the Beaver, you know. Doing talking jive to some black guy. Oh, the, on the, the plane. The, yeah. uh, uh, the, the bees uh, mom's like, yo, here's my you know yeah, first chisel, um, my missile. No, or whatever. He, he, no, he was like, what was it? Yeah, the, it was the the priestess, the the, the mother, the uh, the uh, what do you call them? Do you call them the nuns? The nuns. Yeah, the nuns spoke to her. <laughs> spoke to the jive. Spoke jive. He's all stewardess. I speak jive, and then she's like. Cut me some slack, Jack. <laughs> he was just trying to figure out what's wrong with him because, you know, he's like, hey, pretty mama, let me just sit right here by my tummy or something. So, like, he gets all crazy. You know what I Right. Barbara, mommy, Beaver's mom translates. Is that Beaver's mom? Yes. He's, she's the nun? 
No, it wasn't the nun. It was the mom. The nun translates. Have you? I've seen the movie. I've seen the movie. The nun goes to the because the stewardess is trying to ask him, "Did you eat the fish?" Because remember, the fish gets them sick. And then the the nun stands up to the stewardess. The the nun says to the stewardess, "Hey, Miss, I speak jive." And yeah, no, it's not a nun. It's Beef's mom, the Beef's mom. It's the nun, dude. It is Mrs. Cleaver speaking jive. Shit around. Right here, foo. Is it the old lady? She's not. Well, yeah, she's old. Beeves. Oh, it is. Who's the nun? Oh, the nun slaps the hoe. <laughs> I don't know. Remember when the chick is freaking out? I haven't seen it in a long time. Well, oh, now you don't remember. <laughs> now I just remember the Cleaves, Mrs. Cleaver's jive talking. Yeah. 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 She, yeah. she comes some slack, Jack. Yeah. Because they're trying to ask the the stewardess. Right. The stewardess doesn't know what, what, what they're, they're saying. saying. Right. Right, right. Maybe. Okay. <laughs> right. But the point I was trying to make was in that cockpit, there was Kareem Abdul-Jar. <laughs> Kareem? Kareem Abdul-Jar. Abdul no, it's not. It's not Kareem Abdul-Dabar. Dubar? Hold on. Kareem. Jabbar. Abdul. Kareem Abdul Jabbar. Jabbar. Yes. I see. I, I don't know if it's a jar okay. or a bar, a dar. My bad. I think he changed it too. Uh, anyways. Yeah, it's him. Uh the 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 <laughs> the strange pilot, you know, asking if they've seen a grown man naked. Okay. And then there's uh the navigator the other guy, the I think he's like the navigator. Roger. <laughs> Remember they had the whole scene? Roger Roger. Roger Roger. Roger, Roger. Roger I got you, Roger. <laughs> Regardless, uh, yeah, so Superman might be a liar, <laughs> so he shouldn't be a superhero. Whoa! Too far, Panda, too far. Oh, okay, but Superman's the best superhero. That's right, he is. He's the most overpowered superhero. Oh, so? Who loses to a rock? To a what? A rock. You're talking about kryptonite. A rock. Oh, my God. An outer space rock. <laughs> All right. Everybody has their kryptonite. That's the word you're looking for. Yeah, Batman's parents. Whatever, that means a little bitch. Damn. He's got money, and he got a t- contingency plan. I got beat news your for ass. you. He's not a superhero. Beat your ass. He's in a wetsuit with technology attached to him, crying about mommy and daddy. Yep. You think you're you're all that? Why yep. don't you use your money to better Gotham, bitch? He did. No, Gotham was just a shill. Correct. Why don't you do better? He he does. He puts on the suit and he spends money. Oh, from you can't hear me, but I'm rolling my eyes. <laughs> okay. All right. On <laughs> to some regular podcast business. So Facebook, Facebook, Facebook. I have a Facebook page, and if you're curious or interested and would like to join, send me a request. Yeah, just tell us your story, man. Just tell us. Just say, well, my airplane, this bitch, <laughs> you know, we almost didn't make it because of such and such. <laughs> I don't know. Right? I might, my, my travel life is very bland when getting to places, at least when flying. Yours is? Yeah, nothing happens. Well, that's good. This is great. No cr- crocodiles on a plane. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I mean, people can't even put on masks. How can you, what do you think people are going to act if there's a crocodile on it? Just like they did in Snakes on a Plane. <laughs> Panic? <laughs> Panic. <laughs> I don't know what I would. I would just shit my head. There's a fucking crocodile here. Well, if you do happen to have a travel weird ass, out of the blue, can't believe it happened to me, especially on a plane story, and you'd like to share, send me an email. 
But other than that, if you have a place that you'd like for us to cover, send us a request at where the dark corners are at gmail.com. Or Facebook. Just post on the Facebook page. Yeah, you can send me a message over there. But until next time, please remember, only the few can find the beauty in the darkness, which is why I, or we, hope to see you where the dark corners are.